With new puppy, is there anything you would be doing to work on spatial pressure at this point? Um, claiming of space would be really great. Claim space. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you and your wonderful wife should make out a lot more and make sure the dog doesn't get jealous. All right? And you can tell your wife I said that. Next. Oh, jeez. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> Welcome to the What Would Jeff Do show. My name is Jeff. This is Joelle. Hello. It's a Q&A show. It goes on for one hour. You ask questions, we give answers. You'll notice from the line of questioning that most people ask us to, how do you stop things? How do you stop things? So you'll hear me use the word punishment, correction, make it suck, stop the bad behavior. Why? That's how you stop unwanted behaviors. If you want to know how to train a behavior, we use tons of rewards in our marker system. Um, we use marker systems for correcting bad behaviors, which is the word no, but you also want to make sure that um, people differentiate the two between each other. Mm -hmm. We also have a full training center right here, and we also go on the road. Right now, that's on hold. Nobody's going anywhere. The only road we're going down is the- Nobody's going anywhere. No one's going anywhere. Ain't nobody going anywhere. <laughs> Without your mask, you're going to hell. So um, so let's just, just jump right into it tonight because we just have an hour. So okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Melissa says, good evening, Jeff, Joel, and everyone in the chat. Oh, hey. Thanks, Melissa. How are you? Levi, evening, Jeff and Joel. Hope you and everyone else are keeping sane during the insanity. To be honest, with less people out now, our walks are much nicer. People keep their distance like they normally should. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that'll be that might be the new, the new new. The Fine new, with me. The new new. The new new. The new new. Yes, it might be. Kid Cuddy. I think there'll be some um, permanent lifelong changes out of this. You I know. love it. People see me coming, they swerve out of the way. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah, it's been great. Ben was telling me that um, like it looks like Stop and Shop even upped their social distancing policy even more. They've been they started out slow, but now it's like ramped up to like the max. Like all cashiers are masks, everyone's got their plastic. But now they have somebody in the aisles monitoring, helping and being helpful, saying, Hey, can you please, you know, um, you know, move, move a little bit away from this person, which is like, wow, that's really, really great. Yeah. That's really, really great. That's like extra, you know, one extra thing. So there's a lot of people out there that are really trying the good things. And, and in Rhode Island, you can still buy ammo. So that's still good. It's always good. Yep. Next. Um, Gretchen. Hi, guys. Hey, Gretchen. How are Feels you? Feels like it's been a while since I caught one of these lives. I haven't minded quarantine too much. My friends are milking seven goats and are drying one up, so they're getting just shy of seven gallons a day. Holy shit. That's a lot of I'm helping milk. and getting a share, so I've been busy making yogurt and stuff. LOL. How that, are you guys? That's good. Doesn't your machine make yogurt? Didn't you tell me that? What machine? That, that, the, uh, um. No, it makes desserts. Desserts. You can make donuts, <laughs> but you can't make yogurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, because it's warm. Yeah, so you can make desserts, though. It makes donuts, though. Really? You can make anything in there. It's probably like a vegan donut. Probably. I mean, most donuts are vegan. Yeah, I know. Just like dough. There's a lot of sugar, though. Yeah. Yeah, all right. What if it's like a low sugar one? We're talking about an air fryer, FYI. Yeah. If you guys don't have one, can it's use pretty it? cool. Can Jeff's obsessed with it now. Can I, use one? can I use it tomorrow? You can use it whenever you want. You got the chicken. You can cook everything in there. I, Just uh, put this in. I uh, finished the rest of the uh, carrots and the potatoes today. I so, think I finished mine yesterday. Yeah, nice. Next. 
Um, Levi, could you put an e-collar on a dog younger than 16 weeks, maybe an hour at a time, not using it, just to condition him having it on? Yeah, you can do it as young as 14 weeks. I mean, just remember, you're, all it is is just a collar. It's just a collar. You're just getting a dog, especially a larger breed dog, you know? And you can still use it, too, because everything you're using it for at the beginning is obedience. You're just pairing it with food and over your existing commands now. That's all it is. It's just, it's literally very similar to leash pressure. Yeah. And once the dog's in training mode, they're like, okay. So that's why when you start the dogs off, like, we're training right now. Yay! Almost everything you introduce is going to be like, yay! Mm -hmm. So it's the folks that wait too long and um, that they introduce training and the dog's like, fuck this. Right. It's like, homework? Why would I have to do this Why would this I now? do this? Rules? Why would I have to do this? Curfew? Since when? Next. Um, blessing. Hi guys. I was practicing the out command with my sister and we just kind of went back and forth on a long line and prong and e-collar with one person saying out and the other praising for coming in their direction. Is that a good way to practice as well as with food bowls and toys? Um, that's what we do while we're teaching it. You absolutely, you absolutely can do that. Um, that's absolutely one way to do it. And the goal is to get, is to lessen the leash pressure each time to make sure the dog is doing it on its own, but the leash is there just in case. Next. Mm -hmm. Debbie, hello from snowy Michigan. Yes. Ugh. Oh, Indiana's getting snow. Michigan's getting snow. Oh my God. I know. I wonder if Ohio, I'm sure Ohio's getting snow. It's actually sort of nice today. Today was nice. Today was really nice. It's been the nicest day. It got pretty windy by the afternoon though. I noticed that because I was going to want to know if you wanted to go for a walk and then I'm like, you know what? It's probably too windy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Next. Um, Michelle Anderson, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Good evening. Not that we don't walk in the wind, but we're trying to enjoy the warmth. Yeah. And we want not perfect conditions, but when it's 60, sunny, and windy, eh. It doesn't feel like 60 anymore. Yeah, it doesn't feel like 60 anymore. Next. Um, skincare queen. Hi, guys. Long time no talk. I had my princess two weeks ago, finally. Congratulations. Awesome. And, of course, what I thought would happen is happening. Our trouble boy hates her. We tried introducing them, and he just barks and whines and loads. When she cries in my arms and moves, he loads on her and wants to charge. Which is the baby. Yeah. We okay. don't know his intentions, but they seem aggressive and scary. Absolutely. We've tried so many ways to introduce them. Tonight, he was let loose and charged towards her when he heard her crying. I'm ready to rehome because I'm so scared okay. of his intentions. All right. So... We talk about that all the time. That's why we talk about playing baby sounds. The number one thing you should be doing with your child and your dog is existing. Your dog should be on a tie back, in place, not moving. And for six months, it's to just watch the world go by. That's not for six months straight in a tie back, in place. Don't take that and make a fucking sound clip, please, okay? It means that you're going to learn to exist. Or in a crate in the same room that you are in and watching things. But in a downstay in a crate, not reacting to crying. But we talk about that all the time. That's why for any of you folks that are thinking about getting pregnant or are pregnant, start downloading sounds. It's not the same as a real baby, but they're real baby sounds. Yeah. And it's that high-pitched crying, crying. What do you do with your dog? Correct the fuck out of it. Oh, then it'll be afraid of the baby. Hold on here. Hmm. Somebody asked a question about the current situation, and Jeff gave a response. Therefore, the dog is already doing the bad behavior. No. Correct the fuck out of the dog. 
if you ever think of going after this child, you will rue the day you were born. Oh my God, that sounds so intense. Uh-huh. Okay. You've never seen a dog maul a child. I've never seen one, but I've seen the results of it. And guess what? It's called dead dog. Not rehomed dog, but dead dog. It's just the way it is. So right now, do it. Make it suck. Make it the worst thing in the world. But you're not losing your cool. You're not yelling. You're not screaming. You're not saying bad dog. You're not doing timeouts. You're staying nice and calm. And you're just going, pushing a button. And the dog's on a tieback. And the dog's like, that really sucked. Definitely a tieback. I shouldn't do that again. No, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So focus on one thing. Go to that mat for you, for you um, skincare. Okay? So lie down on the mat. Shut up. Watch the world go by. Why? I'm a human. This is a small human life. And I do what I want. Next. Levi, my brother and his family who took home another of the Canacorso Malmix is wondering when you could start teaching the out as in get away from me. Um, you can start doing it like for fun at almost any age. But I mean, usually when the dog, we start, we, we do it with a remote collar. It can be done without a remote collar, but we do it with a remote collar. I mean, you can start doing it at 16 weeks old, 18 weeks old, 20 weeks old. You know, you can do that. But at the beginning, you're really not doing that. I mean, for a dog getting in your face, you would just correct at a young age, like 12 weeks old. It's like, just cut the shit. And they naturally just run away. Next. Murph, evening, Jeff and Joelle. Love you guys. Hope you're both doing well. Hey, hope you're doing well, too. Thanks, Murph. <clears throat> Barista boy. Hi, J&J and Melissa. Kind of one, kind of on the fence of buying a mini educator. How is it better than a cheaper collar? Also, is it really waterproof? I know you swim your dogs. So it's fully submergible, I think, to 30 feet, which is a damn good skill set your dog has. The handset mm-hmm. floats. Why is it better? The, the technology is better. The technology, the stem is more consistent. It's a better stem. It's not as sharp of a stem. It's a more of a dull, dull um, uh, stem. Yes, I felt it. Um, it's not shocking at all, even though I, I will use the word shock collar. Like people are like, is there a difference between a shock collar and a remote collar and a remote trainer? It's all the same. It's like, is there a difference between a car and an automobile? It's like, yeah, car is a three-letter word, word and automobile is more than three letters. So, um, so yes, there's a, there's a big difference. The biggest difference is the, the, the consistency of the stem. Um, that's going to be the biggest difference. Next. Um, Jessica, hi, J and J happy Wednesday, starting out on e-collar. Should we work on the out command first or address the growling in the house at night? And what level do we address the growling at? Yes is the answer. You can do either one. Actually, the first command you should do is probably place a recall. But if you want to just stop an unwanted behavior, and I have zero problems with people getting remote collars just to stop unwanted behaviors. Mm-hmm. If that's all you want to do with it, do with it. It's like I did a post today about like why people give up dogs. Mm-hmm. And it was based on like not because it doesn't do a good sit or a good down. It's because of growling um, or resource guarding, which would be the out command. Um, is that little hair bothering you on that camera? No. Things usually don't bother me at all, but it's like our camera has an eyelash on it. (laughs) (laughs) It just took her last one. That was her quarantine eyelash. It was hanging on. She must be doing it herself. She must be plucking it herself because she ain't going to no hairdresser. No. Okay. 
All my sisters with their lash extensions are all uh, falling out. What are they, so what does that? What does that look like? They have like no eyelashes. <laughs> well, there was the original ones. Yeah, but when you do the extensions, they kind of like come out. Oh, do they really? They're like natural lashes. Like N- no, they do not. <laughs> so it's like shaving your eyebrows; they're gone. Eyelashes. I know, but it's like shaving your eyebrows. They're like, they're like, I know. There's, there's no eyelashes. It's like getting real right now. Holy Quarant- shit. <laughs> Quarantine is getting real. There right must now. be a black market underground hair Somebody salon. Somebody do my eyelashes. I'm sure someone's doing like underground. And now like you that. just took our camera's last eyelash out. So. <laughs> hey, hey, camera. Like. Welcome to quarantine. Welcome to quarantine. So um, you can do um, do the out command first and do growling as well. What level? The dog will always tell you. The dog always tells you what level to use. Who controls the remote? The dog controls the remote. Next. Um, Levi, they're doing really well with obedience and structure inside the house. Awesome. I said up distraction and distance before going outside. Awesome. Then resetting distance and distraction and not focus on duration for now. Yeah, duration, don't worry about that at all. Go through distraction, very, very important. Next. Levi, with new puppy, is there anything you would be doing to work on spatial pressure at this point? Um, claiming of space would be really great. Claim space. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you and your wonderful wife should make out a lot more and make sure the dog doesn't get jealous. All right? And you can tell your wife I said that. Next. Oh, jeez. Um, Pauline, your tips have helped me so much. Thank you. Awesome. I have one Doberman who is very sensitive to the mini educator and the other blows through 100 regularly outside. Yep. Yep. Ugh, what else can I do? Um, get something stronger than the mini educator. So how many weeks ago did, did um, text blow through? Last week. So last week we were on our morning hike. I'm sure you guys have seen the awesome video, that, by the way, that you're putting together. They, they're getting better and better um, every single time. So we do that. That was, uh, that was uh, that, I think that was from the, twi- the twice a day, day the twice a day um, outing we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was the first one or the second one, you think? I think that was the first this one. This is the first. This first one, yeah. Um, so um, at, our, at our normal spot that we go to all the time, um, all of a sudden, all five dogs are off leash. And um, I've just started putting a remote collar on Tex um, and on Kira. Um, so a couple of the dogs in the pack have it on it. Why? Because Tex, both of them are my, they're my two highest prey drive dogs. And what happened was all of a sudden they chase each other. Like you'll see four, usually four, Tex usually doesn't participate in chasing. No. He's like looking for other stuff. But usually it's not uncommon to see two to four dogs racing past us, Mm -hmm. like in a circle. Usually with Bert in the lead, Bert is the black lab and Bert's like running around and all the dogs are like, yeah, let's go have some fun. And we're like, yeah, guys, you go have some fun. But all of a sudden we saw... Three dogs run in front of us. An unknown dog, now that I know this, which is, by the way, a coyote, <laughs> Tex, and uh. Kira. And I'm like, here. And Kira immediately turns and comes to me. And Tex goes, <laughs> F you. F you, and keeps running. And he blows through 100 without being in drive. So Tex was gone for about half an hour. And I'm like... All right, so Tex chased the coyote into the street, got hit by a car. Tex got lured back to the pack and got mauled by a bunch of coyotes, and (sighs) Tex doesn't give a shit. Nope. So 
So now it's e- so here's so just to let you know, Tex has good recall. He has great recall. He has great He's recall. got great recall around distractions. But here's a great example. And you're not going to hear many dog trainers admit when their own dogs fuck up. You will not. But we are the same. Okay? They're dogs. They have drive. They blow off commands. In drive. They blow off commands. Out of drive. Mm -hmm. Just Google competition dog fails. A choreographed routine that didn't go well. No, simple. Simple. Fetch the fetch the dumbbell and the dog just like goes. Hey, I think I'm gonna go sniff the grass somewhere. It's like yeah. we've done this literally <laughs> fifteen hundred times. Yeah. And you decide and you know this is competition. The dog actually does know it's competition. It knows it's on stage. It knows it's a performance. They go into a separate mode. They do, because I've seen my own dogs. I don't compete with them, but when I do bite work, they're like, Oh, we're doing bite work. Literally because I take out a different collar than they would normally use. I take out a leather collar instead of like some other collar. Um, so I would get an 800 or what I did was I made a double. What I did was I just made a double collar for text now. Two. Two. Two boxes. Two. Two boxes synced the same. And then what I did was the last, the next time after that, as soon as he got out of the truck, I let him run 15, 20 feet. I corrected him. I called him back too, but at the same time. And what I did was, he's like, fuck, I better get back quicker. And now Tex comes back. Okay, well tell the story of what happened so you don't leave a cliffhanger. Oh, so what happened was we looked for about 15 minutes and then we're like, okay. Joel was going one way. I started heading back to the truck. I opened up the back of the truck because that's what you do. Dogs always usually go back to the starting point when you lose your dog. A little bit of hint there, all right? They usually go back to the starting point. So open up the back of the truck um, just in case while we were out. Tex, believe it or not, would jump into the back of the truck and be like, Where's where where, everybody? Where's everybody? Yeah. It's like, you guys are late. He goes, I thought I lost you guys. Where have you been? What are you doing? Chasing coyotes? So um, I went then, I went down the street, like looking in the street, like for like stopped traffic. And then I cut into the woods. And as soon as I cut in the woods, Joel called me up and says, Tex is coming down the trail. And literally Tex was walking down the trail. He come back like, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm done. I had a great time. Uh, yeah, I'm all set. And you don't yell at your dog at all. No. No. You like actually. Oh my God, I got on the ground and spooned you, him. You actually praise your dog for coming <laughs> back. Thank God you came back. So that's the end of the story. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Next. Anyway. So you can get you can get yourself a boss or a double boss or a double mini educator. I'd probably go with a double boss. Like Tex theoretically needs a double boss, but they're clo- The factory is closed right now, so I cannot order one. So I just rigged up a double, uh, Joelle rigged it up for me. She synced it up. It's easy to sync up. It's in the manual. Um, when you know how to do it, it's easy to sync yeah. it up. When you're trying to figure out, it's like frustrating as fuck. Yeah. You're like, it works. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it works, but not the way we want it to work. Yeah, next. Levi, when training out, isn't get away from me. <clears throat> do you out them to a certain place, like a place bed or something, or rough distance of how far away they should be? Yes. Uh, no, yes. The answer is yes. You can do both. Out meaning get out of here, mm-hmm. or out meaning get out of here and go to that spot, like a specific spot. So you can do both. What I would do first is to make the out command meaning get out of here. I have a free video on this, guys. I have a free video, 
And by the way, tons of free content. And I say fuck. Um, go figure. You swear? I swear. Huh. I swear a lot. Yeah, do you see that one comment? On, um, and I left it up there because the person was really rude to me. Of course I saw Yeah, that. not hateful, but rude. So yeah, somebody commented saying, you'd have, uh, you'd have a... If you'd have a bigger audience, what would I have? A bigger audience? If oh no, no this is what it was. If you truly cared, if I really cared about families as much as I say no, that I do dogs. about dogs and no. and helping people, yeah. if I really cared about dogs and helping people as much as I say that I do, I wouldn't say fuck so much. Because it's related. And she finds it offensive that I say fuck so much. So I responded to her, and I said, what does one have to do with the other, or something like that? I was very polite to her. And then a bunch of people wrote a combination of really funny stuff to her, memes, and also um, very also educational stuff to her as well. And what the most educational was is I think what people are finding offense to is you're telling Jeff on... He should change his behavior to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the best point. Yeah. This is a free show. It's free content. And let me give you the best example ever of how much I truly care about all of you. Going on a rant tonight. We had to do layoffs at my company. This year in 2020, I am going to take a $500,000 hit in sales. We have done layoffs. I am refinancing my house to keep this company alive. And still, we have three people that I did not lay off working on video content, Joelle being one of them and two of her team, to keep putting out free videos. I'm not saying this for a pat on the back or for my ego at all. What I'm saying is, I think... That's what people found offensive. And that's what I found interesting. That there are so many people out there that don't say fuck, that don't, they put out videos that don't help you at all, or they put out no videos. Mm-hmm. And we have many colleagues that don't swear at all, that put out very helpful stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do a combination of both. Yep. I swear, and I put out helpful stuff. For free. And you know what the cool thing is? You don't have to watch. No. You don't have to watch. You can go watch someone else's. But one doesn't have to do with the other. Mm-mm. But don't ever say, well, you can say what you want. It's a free world. But to say that I don't care, give me a fucking break. Please. Next. Grace, uh, training friend's dog on treadmill. My dog didn't struggle and goes at two to five, two point five to three. Fine. This dog struggled a lot. Yep. Tried joysticking with speed at two point five. Got four paws moving, but it couldn't regulate its speed. Yep. So Is it that, best to just go I'm at two point five and wait it out so the dog figures it out or change the speed. Yes. <laughs> you're asking a lot. It's funny. You're asking a lot of questions that I'm saying yes to both things. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many, so there, many there, little there, nuances. There's so many little nuances. There's so many variables. 
And what I want you to do is, and it's not that every dog learns the treadmill differently. There's pretty much like five ways that, like, I, I'm sorry, there's like three things a dog is going to do usually, you know, either pick it up right away, flatten themselves off, or put on the brakes and like, you know, or uh, 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 and ruin their paws and you stop on that, or jump up and try to bite try you. Try to bite you, and you, stop, and, you, and you stop on that as well. So um, I think um, a, a good thing is, I think a really good thing to do is, is right now don't worry about the speed worry about the cadence and worry about the consistency try that next um barista boy would it be better to teach a solid heel and then introduce distractions or correct reactivity with e-collar first time out you can do both some of my colleagues go literally first time out they correct the dog for the reactivity and then they go okay now we're going to learn how to walk on a leash properly and the dog goes Okay, or the dog goes, the fuck if I'm going for a walk again. Or what you do is you teach the dog how to walk properly on a leash in a low distraction area. Then you do your dri my driveway drills and you do the spatial pressure exercise. And then you start, um, start introducing distractions in your home area. Okay, low distractions and then higher distractions. And then you start going out into the street. Try that. So you can actually do both. We prefer the second method. Mm -hmm. We prefer the second method. Teach the foundational skills first. Next. So the dog understands better. <clears throat> Barista boy said also thanks. Hope all is well. Yeah, things are fantastic. You're welcome. Blessing. When's a good age to start putting on a prong? My puppy is 11 weeks now and will be about 70 pounds fully grown. You can wait a couple more weeks because you, you, can, you don't have to worry about the walk right now. Guys, I'm you. We have dogs that, that that have two to five years of pulling experience. They'll learn how to walk fine in five minutes to an hour to a day. Right now, you want to be doing tons of repetitions of recall, sit down, place, kennel up, come out of the kennel. Is so far as obedience. Don't worry about the walk right now. Really, don't worry about the walk. Mm. Have a, but do have something around its neck. You can have a little slip lead that it drags. You can have a little buckle collar with a little clippy clip co uh, leash collar. on it. You know, what kind of collar? A little cat collar. Yeah, a little cat collar. Yep. To do that. Probably easier to buy a little cat collar than buy a little dog collar. It's probably cheaper, too. That's what I did with my guys when they were puppies. Yeah. Like, otherwise, you get those buckle, and you're going to make them, like, so small. Right. And then they grow out of them, like, right. so quick. So I just did little cat collars. That makes so much sense. In the beginning. Yep. Next. Um, Steve, hey guys. Hey, how are you? Um, blessing. Is it good? Is it a good idea to set my puppy up by having her pee somewhere in the house? Mark would know. Correct. Take her outside, then praise. Maybe one or two times ever. Um, I what I do with puppies is I put them on a schedule. And the dog historically does not have an opportunity to randomly pee. Mm -hmm. But a dog could be like recalling to you, stop, squat, and pee. Mm -hmm. So you would say no, lift them up, bring them outside, and that's it. Or wrong, take them upside. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily yeah. punish. I, I wouldn't punish. Uh -uh. I wouldn't punish. They're, 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 they, they don't know any different. That's like punishing. I don't, I'm not going to humanize it. But that, that what I want you to do is... It's 11 weeks old. You have to just stay really consistent. Blessing, a lot of your questions have been too advanced for the age of yeah, the dog. 11 weeks old. Since, it's like, since you got this dog. It's 11 weeks old. 
And you usually know when they're going to go to the bathroom. They start sniffing. They start, like, kind of running around in, like, weird patterns. Yep. Like, there's always a sign yep. that the dog And also, during exercise and high-level activity, the dog has to usually go to the bathroom. After, absolutely. Don't do, like, some high activity and then put your dog in the crate. It'll piss. Or let the dog free roam. It'll piss. So just because it went to the bathroom before you started doing the training... It's got to probably go to the bathroom after. Same with, like, before the walk, after the walk, next. I don't know if I got lucky, but both of my dogs I house broke literally in, like, two weeks. You probably did But get... it's because I crated them, though, and that was, like, huge. And you, you Taught so, them to hold their So bladders. chances are you with a type A personality, you crated them and put them on a schedule. Yeah. Yeah. That's the ma- Literally, the magic to housebreaking is crate them and put them on a schedule. Mm-hmm. And stop with all this random bullshit. But you got to build up their time in the crate, too. Correct. Yes. So People... they, I mean, I was working full time, so it's, like... Gotta go into right. the crate. So a lot of people, what they're uh. doing is they'll be like, oh, I'll take them out every hour. Yeah. The mm-hmm. problem is then they never learn how to hold it. Mm-hmm. They never learn how to hold it. Next. Um, T.T. Lee, what would you do if a loose dog came walking and or running toward you? Are there certain commands we should train our dogs to keep both of us safe? Um, would you, unless you can train the dog to kick. Um, what I do is put my dogs behind me and I kick the dog. And if that sounds mean, you've never seen your dog attacked by a dog or your dog killed by a dog or seen a real dog fight. Like, I'm not talking about a fake dog fight, like, like dogs, like just like no injuries. That's not a dog fight. I'm talking about like a real dog fight and it doesn't matter the breed. I mean, if a little chihuahua came running towards me, I'd probably go and pick it up. You know what I mean? If I could. But I probably would stick my leg out. I'm not going to boot a chihuahua across <laughs> the freaking woods. But I probably would stick my foot out or body block it. Or I'd be able to pull my dogs back. You know. But I'm telling you, an off-leash dog running towards you, it's someone's going to get hurt. Someone's going to get hurt. Next. Gretchen heard a story about a little boy who stuck his hand through the fence of his neighbors. One of the neighbors, two dogs, took that boy's hand yep. off, and the city voted not to put it down. <clears throat> Blows my mind. Actually, it was two Huskies, and I believe the city, I thought the city did vote. I thought they did, too. I thought they did vote. But there were people that were, like, angry about it. Right. So, <clears throat> again, you know, if you, if you, it all depends on who the judge is, if they looked at that as antagonizing the dog antagonizing the dog to me i think that's just a bad choice on both sides there's a bad choice for the child unfortunately so what would i do if that was my child that did that i probably wouldn't ask my neighbor's dogs to be put down unless i there was a history of other uh, situations where i'm like that was the last straw that was the last straw next Debbie, I use the prong collar when I walk my dog. He does well, but he keeps his head down to sniff everything. How do I correct this? So you need to teach a better heel. Remember, the prong collar is a tool. We, we have to understand that. You can So prong collars and remote collars are tools. Food is a tool. A leash is a tool. Any collar, martingale, slip lead, any harness, these are all communication tools. The training still has to be there. So you still need to train the dog how to walk next to you. But with a prong collar, though, and a human and a leash, you actually have more power than you think you do. So what do you do? Head goes down, pop up. Teach the dog how to properly walk next to you. Watch my spatial pressure exercise. Watch my introduction to prong. Watch my how to walk a dog on a leash. Okay, next. 
Donna, hi from Prince Edward Island. Ooh, PEI. Next. It's probably still snowing there. Senna, hi, J&J. Hope you're well. We have a kind of corso. We correct for whining, barking when someone walks by outside by bonk and e-collar, but she persists and retaliates by whining, barking more immediately after. Any tips? She's not retaliating. You're underwhelming her. <clears throat> so I don't know what level you're using um, on the remote. You know what it made me just think of is the Zoom that I'm doing tomorrow. By the way, my Patreon channel, um, we're, we, we did our third successful Zoom. Three already? Yeah. Damn, look yeah. at you. Yeah. Will you film tomorrow's just for a little bit of a little post? Film around. I mean, not film it, just to take a picture. Sure. Um, it's at three o'clock. Okay. It's like, boom, you know, um, we're doing a zoom tomorrow again. Zoom is great because it's two way video and we're all in the same room. We can video chat and I can ask you all these questions really, really quickly. Chances are you underwhelmed your dog. Next. Kathy off topic had husband do six foils in my hair. Oh my God. Needed hair did. Oh, damn. You trust your husband to do foils. I will let this mop get wild before I let anyone touch my hair. That is such like, a sexist statement. Cannot wait to see my hairdresser. That's though. such a sexist statement. Why? You uh, can't you just say you let a non-hairdresser do foils? I meant that's what I meant. Like you let okay. anyone. Okay. She just happens to live with her husband, right. I assume. Yeah. Well, maybe her husband's a hairdresser. But that's like, if I lived with anyone, I wouldn't freaking trust him to do my damn. You hair. wouldn't trust another hairdresser to do your hair. No. I know. Desperate times take desperate measures, though. Well, that's why mine's just crazy right now, because no, I just haven't seen Courtney, but... Yours looks fine. It's got to wait. Next. Bonnie, hey guys, recently a family member experienced a stray t attacking their dog and wouldn't release the dog. What do you know? Dying. Oh my God. We're, we were just talking about How that. How would you handle that kind of situation? Um, I already answered the question prior, and I'll answer it again with my feet. You kick the dog with intent to harm. And, oh my God, Jeff says... That's how you train dogs. Literally, that's how like that's how people like that's how these videos get made about me. Literally, that answer right there. Yeah. When Jeff, when a dog doesn't do a downstay, <laughs> Jeff says kick the dog. It's right. like no. When a dog comes at you, you kick it. It's got nothing to do with obedience training. It actually has nothing to do with your dogs other than to keep them safe and to keep you safe. Has does I don't know if people know how quickly a dog fight escalates and how much harm a dog could do to anything, mm -hmm. to any animal out there. And by the way, guys, they don't have remorse. No. They don't give a shit. They don't care. They live in the moment. They don't care that they just killed your dog. No. They don't care that they just bit you. But they will care, hopefully, or not care, that you just gave them a good boot. All I know is this, if someone's going to get hurt, it's not going to be me or it's not going to be my dogs. But if I don't do something about it, someone's still going to get hurt. So I want to leverage those odds. So what I'm saying is you have to neutralize the threat. That's the way the world works. Next. Um, Donna Lee, need help with car reactive duchy. Pants and whines in the car and lunges at them while walking. I down him, but it's always a fight. I really make it suck at 75 to 100, and sometimes he redirects. Right. He redirects. So what you need to do is you have to muzzle him up, and you stop that redirection by getting yourself a dominant dog collar. And this is a perfect example of what someone that should do with Skype because there's so many variables here. So you don't want to put the dog into a down because you'll get more whining. Okay, teach the dog how to do a proper heel, get the dog into follow mode. You have a duchy, which, which usually e equals high drive, which takes a special type of handler, which takes 
intense training. You, you know, duchies are just as intense, if not even more intense sometimes than males. All right. And what you need to do is go back to basics and start with more foundation work. But don't put the dog into a down that will probably intensify the whining. What you want to do is, and then you're correcting that, and instead get, get a better heel. Next. KK saw the live outside social video today. Brittany used the whip to stop Oso from being so close. My terrier is like Velcro and makes me trip. How do I get her away without owning the whip? You don't need a whip for that. That's where you teach the out command. You also saw us do the out command probably half a dozen times. Mm-hmm. So, and by the way, if someone wants to know what using the whip, they're called stockyard whips. Watch the video. Dogs aren't getting whipped, okay? <laughs> it's like, I feel like I have to dis- put a disclaimer after every fucking thing here. It's an extension of okay? your arm. Okay? It's literally to move away a dog. You're advocating for both dogs. So, we use that to advocate for dogs. We use the out command to do that. Next. Senna, for the e-collar, how do you make sure it's proper fit? How tight should it be? Um, I've got a video on that on my YouTube channel. Next. Allie, hey, Jeff and Joelle. First time finally tuning into the live show. Hi, oh, Allie. Awesome. Welcome. You want to make sure that definitely both contacts on the are, are making contact and they stay there. You don't want the box to move around. It, chances are you want it, it should be snugger than you think is snug enough. That's how tight it should be. Good contact. The dog shakes its head. It doesn't move. You can't move the box. If you try to move the box, the dog's head moves. Next. Jessica, confirming, place and recall before out to address resource guarding and growling in the house. Cool. You don't need to know place. Out, you want to stop use for resource guarding, yes. Urban Canine Dog Services, first live session. Been watching your previous shows while my business is closed, and I am massively in love with you guys. You're speaking truths, and it helps professionals wanting to do the same. Awesome. I'm glad. Thanks for following us. Um, really, really appreciate it. And a lot of people are, we're getting a lot of first-time viewers and watchers and getting a lot of first-time people and new people to sign up for our free social media that we keep pumping out daily. Mm-hmm. Massive amounts. Massive. Massive. Kionda. Got to see if a dog's nose today. I have a bunch of those going up tomorrow. Do you really? Everybody was on place I, I looking could, I, so cute Are you going to do a, sl- a slide or just put one up a day? I don't know. Maybe I'll do one a day. I think one a day. The nose of the day. Yeah. They were all so sleepy on place today. It was cute. Was that, where, was, where were those taken? In, inside? In the room. Oh, really? At the end of the day when you, when, when you just went around each dog? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Freak some of them out though. Like Mia was like, "Get the hell out of my face!" That's what people don't understand. (laughs) It's like so many times there was that one video that you guys put out of dogs looking like really cool, but then as you got closer, they looked nervous. Oh yeah, it's like they're like like, people don't, and they're like a camera. People have to realize that like they don't like a camera. No, they don't in front of that. I have to be stealth. Yes, I'll like start. I'll be like sitting there, and they once they fall asleep, I'm like, yes. Here's the camera. That's right. Or you got to, or you got to perfectly get it down low, and hopefully that you'll get the right they picture. They don't notice. Yes. Like a god. I know. Kionda, hey guys, any tips on my dog that still crocodile rolls when I give commands at times? Thanks. Um, correct that. Use the bonker for that. Okay. Pull the dog up. Start all over again. That's all an objection. That's a temper tantrum. That's all correctable. Why? Because that's a choice. Mm-hmm. The dog is doing it on purpose. The dog is playing you. Next. Michelle Anderson said e-collar technologies is open again. Because they were closed, and then they opened, and then they were shut down. So we'll have to see if they're open again. 
Good to know. E. I believe you. Good to know. Any advice for how to get a dog to exist with a cat? My roommate may be bringing her cat to live, but my dog is not a fan. So I'd have a hard conversation with your roommate first and say, do you really have to do that? It's a 50-50 chance. So a couple ways you can do it. You can put the, do the, the, the dog into avoidance, which means don't go anywhere near the cat. That's done with a high level with a remote collar. Or you get the dog to learning to start accepting the cat. But I don't know your dog. I don't know the cat. It takes two seconds to kill a cat. Um, all depends on how dog savvy the cat is. Some cats will just like, no matter what you do, they'll still walk right over to the dog and say hello. And it's like, here you are teaching your dog to avoid it and it can't avoid it. So now what do you do? Mm -hmm. So you want to definitely make sure your dog is crated whenever, you know, at night and crated when you're not home. That's for sure. You want to have enough places that are up high that the cat can jump up to. Um, but I'd have a talk with your roommate about that. Next. KK, dog's okay when sitting down and calm, but when someone gets up, she runs after them barking. Too late for stim by then? Try bonking, but keep missing because she's 10 pounds and I have terrible aim. Nope. So we'll improve your aim by, by, by getting a milk jug and putting it on the floor and shooting for the milk jug. As long as your no marks it correctly, you can say no as soon as the dog breaks command, and then you can go hunt your dog down and, and, and bonk it. You can do that. But I would put your dog on a tie back so it can't do that. So you know your dog's going to break command. Okay, next. Stacy, I love watching your videos. F them. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We have, it's funny because. We have some pretty awesome fans. People have to remember that 87% of my social media audience is female. 80% of my seminar business is female. Most of our boarding trains are female dominated in the household as far as who makes the decision. And it's like. I just find it really, really, I find it insulting that someone tells me what to do with my free content and what I should do to meet their needs. And the offer still stands for anybody. I will make a video using any words you want, but there's a fee for that. So if anybody wants a custom video that works for them, like, I like that video made, but without swearing. The thing is, too, it's like all your how-to videos and all the ones, like, where you're really teaching there's no swearing there's no swearing all my skypes i rarely ever These are swear all like podcast clips yes i even said that there's a 50 50 chance it's gonna be swearing yeah probably higher than that there's probably an 80 percent chance there'll be an f-bomb in there yeah but this is another thing that i also mentioned i personally do not say the n-word or the c-word mm -hmm. but i can listen to somebody else say it but i find them offensive but guess what I can choose to not watch them, but I don't say them. Mm -hmm. So if, if you don't like the word fuck, don't say it. Mm -hmm. And then we get people that are like, my kids are watching. It's like, you know what? Your kids see nudity, sex, drugs, swearing, violence. They hit all the major bad behaviors. Lying, stealing, cheating. Right. Domestic violence. They see it all. Mm. Either in their own house, on TV... From their friends or even from their parents. Right, especially with the internet today. So like, you don't need you don't need Jeff Gelman to be <laughs> like, don't worry about what I'm doing, okay? Don't worry about what I'm doing. Yeah. I say fucking in front of Angelo, and he won't swear. Why? Because I'll use Angelo's explanation. It's an adult word. Mm -hmm. It's called good parenting. <laughs> it's like hello. It's an adult word. Yeah. <laughs> It's an adult word. 
In fact, he used to not say the word ship, like the boat ship, because it sounds too much like he shit. He told me one day crap was a bad word. I'm <laughs> like, crap. He's like, Joel, that's a bad word. I'm like, what are you, the freaking police around here? At least I didn't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> no crap is bad too i'm trying to like filter myself in front of him and yeah. i'm like that's still wrong yeah. oh poop <laughs> <laughs> and then he probably goes ha ah, ha ha that's a funny word joelle said poop uh, next barista boy i'm using a three millimeter prong should i go to a 225 he's bigger dog but the 225 seems more popular well it's not about more popular it's about what works for you so the 225 on a bigger dog sometimes you need more links so you can do that um, three millimeters sometimes is overkill, meaning it's your dog doesn't need it. Ideally, we'd use a two two five on every you, dog. On every dog, once dogs have got a good amount of training behind them, the two two five works nice. But on some of your more powerful, bigger dogs, at the beginning of training, you need the three millimeter because you need that leverage. Next, A L. Can you give some examples of the difference between being your dog's leader and being your dog's boss? Sure, I'll humanize it. Bosses make employees do things. Leaders empower employees to want to do things for the company, for their fellow employees. Bosses listen because they're told to, okay? Leaders empower people to want to. Next. Um, Greg, five-month Corso, about to become a six-month Corso. Get excited. Got the math. Got the math right. Alex, to help y'all during... After that, it's going to be a seven-month-old Corso. Are you done? Alex, to help y'all during this mess, how quick can I order stuff from Solid Canine Training? Um, you can order it right now, and I will ship it out tomorrow. Personally. Personally. I'm in charge of shipping right now. Levi. And shutting up dogs in the middle of the night. Taking out the trash. Great. Being the stranger. Yep. And anything, anything. Sometimes you even come off property with us. Yeah. And I, whatever they, whatever the staff asks me to do right now, I will do. Literally the staff, I'm, I. Yeah, you filmed socialization today. Yep. I'm what like, it, Jeff, get out here with a camera. Yep. <laughs> I was like, what camera do you want me to use? And she told me and I was like, done. Yeah. I need to have my eyes on the dogs. Yep. Whatever, whatever my staff needs me to do, I will do right now. I live here now. I live at the center. Right in front of me. My door is 10 feet in front of me. He makes good coffee, too. Yep. Made coffee. What else? Yeah. Um, Levi, in terms of real-life obedience, do you see any value in teaching stand? Um, y yes. Um, we don't do it historically, but I think the same thing. But then again, it's like in real-life reality, we don't like, why would you have your dog sitting in a chair? I think stand can be a good command because it's it can be hard to do for a dog for long periods of time because they're going to want to either sit down or lie down, but they have to stand there. So yes, so it's it can be a good part of your of your training and rehab rehab um, program. Now there are obviously in competition you need a dog to stand in a lot of sport you need a dog to stand, um, but as far as like your family pet dog. It can be part of absolutely part of your um, can absolutely be part of your um, uh, uh, program just to make just almost like sit to make it difficult for the dog to do, yeah. Best behaved pups. I love both of you, and I love the show because I it is so entertaining, and I learn something every time I watch. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. 
499 Top Chat from Holding On Dog Training. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. So Top Chat gets you. You saw that? Didn't even, I didn't even queue up on my thing. Wow, look at that. Usually, my internet's quicker. Yeah. The fuck? Um, so, yeah, Top Chat is something at the bottom. You go right to the top of the queue. Um, but you do not obviously you don't have to pay to play because we've been we've been answering questions the whole time. Also, it's a way to be like, you know what? We really appreciate you guys. Thanks for the, all the free content for the last fifteen years. Next. Um, you didn't let me read it. Holding on dog training four ninety nine. We'll have to catch the replay. I've been busy listening to all your advice and putting it to work. Thank you for keeping me grounded when I need to hear it. Um, Ashley, we both love you. And you should hire Joelle and you're doing great. And um, we'll see you tomorrow in the Zoom room. Next. KK, my friend's five-month-old doesn't pee on hardwood flooring, but when it gets on carpet, it pees immediately. What can she do? Um, I suggest um, rip up all the uh, carpeting in the house. And uh, I got a guy you can hire for some hardwood floors. Um, what I would suggest is this. Number one, properly house train the dog. Mm. All right. So no matter what flooring the dog, no matter what flooring the dog has, it's not going to pee on it. It's not going to pee on it. All right. And how do you do that? Just Google it. How to properly house train a dog. Next. It's going to involve a crate, consistency, schedule. Next. Kathy, they house break so quick if you're attentive in crate. Mm-hmm. They can. Yes. But so there's always there's always that one dog. Not just one dog, like, out of all the dogs out there. Yeah. But there's always that one dog that, like, you know, that, that's, like, difficult. Mm-hmm. We have dogs that, like, are are not quite on the spectrum. Yeah. Here. Allie worked on recall today with three of my dogs individually after just a couple reps. None of them wanted to leave my side or eat the food I had laying out to distract them. Do I up the distraction? How? Um, you can put them into a sit or a down and then... And then um, uh, a recall. Mm-hmm. Also, put them um, out together. Let them play with each other, and then try to catch them off guard. Next, Melissa posted the link to shop uh, SolidCanineTraining.com oh, and the Mug you. Club. Oh, thank you, Eric. I have a one and a half year old fully intact pit bull. He has zero aggression and is always submissive and happy around other dogs. Cool. But when around other dogs, he gets overly excited. He humps. Okay, so for humping, that's now... You Hold on, there's more. Oh, sorry. There's more. Oh, sorry. Doesn't hump at all at home, understands e-collar, commands under slight distraction, but when humping, ignores his working level and boost. I up it little by little until he reacts to the stim. What level is too much? Okay, what I would do is the level that he reacts to is your new starting level. Next. Jessica, question two. Based on the scenario to follow, should I work on counter-conditioning touch if my dog, when approached, laying down, one, growls shortly after touch, or two, submits when his leg is in the air? Submits with his leg in the air. Okay. Does that mean the dog's laying down on the ground and it's a 50-50 chance of what it's going to do? It sounds like it. Based on the scenario to follow, should I work on counter-conditioning touch... If my dog, when approached, laying down, one, growls shortly after the touch, or two, submits with his leg in the air. So, yes, counter-condition that. But I just to let you know, historically, not that you have to do this, if my dogs are laying down, I leave them alone. That's mm-hmm. sort of a policy. It's like, just let leave the dog alone. Next. But, yes, you would counter-condition that. And that's all done with food and a clicker. Eric doesn't hump at all at home. I already read that. Allie forgot to mention I was using leash pressure. Is this when I introduced the e-collar? 
For for what? I don't know. I don't remember even seeing a first part of that. Um. Sure. Well, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Who who said that? Allie. 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 What did she ask? I don't remember. Hmm. What do you have? An open, oh, I still. Do you have a cut. I um. Yeah, I like ripped out a hangnail uh, today. It hurts oh, real shoot. bad. Um. I don't know. Okay. Next. Eric already read that. Gretchen, what I heard was that they didn't know which dog did it, so they wanted neither to get put down. Oh. The Huskies. The Huskies, yeah. I don't know. That's life. What do you think about all of these people getting puppies because they're bored during quarantine? Um, it Are people really doing that? It could be the greatest idea in the world because you have all, the, all this time to, to raise them properly. The issue is make sure you make sure you kennel them up and leave them alone so you don't end up creating a massively separation anxiety dog so because that's the problem your home your home what you want to do is start putting it into a really really structured routine so you don't um uh when you actually when things get back to the new normal um which might involve like you, how you keep calling it the new normal well because things are going to be different yeah it's like i can't wait till things go back to the mm. old ways they're not going to there's going to be a new normal so when they go back mm-hmm. or it's going to be slow mm-hmm. it's going to be it's going to be it's going to take time it's going to take time so um which but which meanwhile you can have a separation anxiety dog next blessing she's crated and is on a schedule she gets out every three hours before after play training sessions also once during the night she has only had three accidents but i was wondering if it will help her understand how does she know not to pee inside if she hasn't been corrected for that because she's only 11 weeks old like i said you're moving too fast with some of your questioning Take your time. Take your time. Next. Gretchen, haha, one time I was allowed to cut my sister's hair. It went from just beyond shoulder length to just above her jawline. LOL, the moment they saw how much I took off, I ran to my room and locked the door. I didn't mean to take that much off. Oh, that is why. That is why you don't let people touch your hair. Okay. Same. Nice. That gives me anxiety, honestly, just thinking about it. Like, I can't. Bonnie, thanks for answering. I work in a day camp yard at a kennel and have seen some a good amount of fights. Yeah. Do you think bear spray would get the job done for diverting a stray? Maybe I'll buy her some. Yes, it would. Yes. Blessing. Also, my other question was when would be a good time for a prong? The age was only given for a visual. Um, Wait until it's 13, 14 weeks old. Next. Um... Gretchen, I saw an article about a woman who realized nothing she was doing for her aggressive dog was changing him. She ended up deciding to put him down, saying it was similar to an abusive relationship, and everyone was so judgmental, saying, I had a similar dog and didn't have to murder it. You know, the thing is this. I've got huge amounts of empathy for people that have to put down their dogs. As far as worrying about what other people say, so she didn't make an effort at all. So she tried everything. Usually people that say that have not tried everything. Right. They probably have not tried correcting their dog. Or they've said, oh, we corrected it. I say bad dog and put it in the crate. That's not a correction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, you know, tickling someone's balls. It's like, please, that's not even fucking foreplay. So, next. Gretchen, how is Bear? Don't see much of him on media. Um, Bears, he's always out and about. He's so small. I got a it's video. Easy, it's easy to miss him, I think. It is. He's always, like, in a corner, like, on plays. Yeah, or not, he's not in the, in the corner. Not in the corner. But that's, he's, that's usually where the smaller the pet. The small place the beds sp- go. The small pet place beds go. And we put him out in social today, and he, like, was trying to play with Maggie. But her tail 
was going so fast I just smacked him in the face. So like, I don't know if I can even post the video. <laughs> it was kind of cute though. I'll take a look at it. You probably you're could. just like. <laughs> yeah. What was Bear doing? He was trying to play with her. Oh, he was probably but her tail was wet. Oh, wearing. this is great. <laughs> Literally, he's like licking. He's like. Yeah. <laughs> put it out. It was okay, if you're responding like that, you probably should put it out. Okay. It was, it was, we laughed for like 20 minutes. Okay. He kept going back and just getting like hit. Yeah, do it. Yeah, do it. Next. Uh, Africa. Bear's doing fine. Good evening. Seven-hour drive home with six-week-old puppy. She did very well in the crate in the car. When feeding, she seems fairly interested. How long do I leave the food out? Six weeks old is really, really young to get a dog, but you already got it. But just to give everybody a heads up for... For, for anybody looking to get a puppy, six weeks is, is very, very young. Try to wait at least until eight or 10. I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I'm saying this to educate the public. So um, uh, make sure you're adding water to the, um, to, to, to adding water to the food. I would actually use food during training, but you know, I'm not a big fan of free feeding, but you wanna make sure that dog eats. So that one you're gonna have to play by ear. Next. Hannah, Joelle, read it live or not, I don't care. Don't worry about your hair. It looks great. Mine, on the other hand, is indigo blue and not on purpose. I like my hair to be blue-black, but I didn't use the ratio or timing properly, and it lasts 30 days. So I've washed it for the last three days, so only 27 to go, or I could wash it 27 times a single day. <laughs> Honestly, though, I've done the blue-black in my hair, and I kind of like it. Yeah. Back when I was really tan I, all the I time. Think it's, I think it's folks that have got heavily dyed hair that yeah. are really like like blonde that's up to your scalp right and or, now your roots are like right right that's why i always do a soft root yeah because i know man when we're traveling there's like six months straight that i can't get to but, Courtney. but there is there's there is there is like there's folks probably out there struggling the thing yeah. is you're just not seeing them because they're not leaving the house my hair salon's actually doing a thing on Facebook, like, show us your roots. And then people with the worst roots, they're going to give them, like, free hair services. It's, it's a great idea. When they reopen. It's good. Nice. <laughs> um, LC, hey, J&J, &J, life in Virginia, rain, snow, and sunshine in one day. Wow. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Raji Paji, just wanted to say thank you for all the free content. You guys are awesome. Thanks. And that's Virginia. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Fuck. We're going to go for, I'm telling you, we're going from winter to summer. Spring? All right, I'm ready then. Tomorrow, summer, please. Sp spring? Ain't coming. We're like out in social today. The sun's out. We're all like, please give us some color on our pasty but we skin. But we need vitamin D, baby. <laughs> Literally. All D. the dogs are laying down like, this is awesome. Mm. Laying in the sun. Merle. Um, yeah, he was loving it. Yeah. Um, barista boy, don't worry, Jeff. Have you been on a school bus ride? You guys are real. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Every kid learns their bad behavior yes. on the school bus. I've smoked lots of pot on a school bus. CMLL. Hi, guys. Thanks for all your videos. All your free content and Instagram are awesome. Thank you so much. Urban Canine Dog Services. Do you find when a dog is in a long duration place and you say break to release that it is fine if they stay on place out of choice? Just wondering what you guys do in that situation. No, you really want the dog to understand. That's a good question, and a lot of people have asked that in the past. You definitely want to have the dog break. And if they want to go back to the bed, because like say training is over, let them go back to the bed. But you really want the dog to understand break. A good example is like we're after this, we have to do last call. <coughs> Excuse me, last call is um, our shifts are Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So 
Um, one more thing that you know we're doing here. I'm doing here. So big deal. I'm taking dogs out to go to the bathroom. Um, so what we do is we do last call. And if a dog doesn't want to come out, it's like, well, you got to come out. You know, so you hopefully your recall. Most of them don't want to come out. There's one dog here that's not a big fan of, my, of me that always looks like it's going to <laughs> attack me. In fact, it tried to the on other day. social today on the yeah, live. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. You just kept getting closer to her. I'm showing spatial pressure. God, it's working. Oh, me but- and Brittany are like <laughs> sweating, like armpit sweating. We're like, oh my god, <laughs> we're out alive. Hey, I would have gotten a good nose shot. <laughs> me and Brittany were literally like. Oh, you scare the shit out of us when you do lives sometimes. It's okay. You just, our facial expressions. We like communicate through like tele- telepathy. Is that it? Me and Brittany are like. That's not telepathy. I always know what she's thinking. Yes, um, Kirsten. Hello. I've been watching for quite a while now. Just want to thank you for your free videos. Have helped so much with my two female pit bulls who were previously out of control. Awesome. Proud of you. <coughs> Excuse me. Proud of all of you. Uh, don't cough. <laughs> From the lady that's been coughing all I'm not sick. freaking day. I'm not sick. Who says I am? I burned my throat. Okay. I'm not sick either. Okay? <laughs> but my cough is legitimate. Oh, and that was a fake cough. <laughs> you think I'm fake coughing? What, are you accusing me of being a fake cougher? A fucker? <laughs> Give me a break. That was a real cough. Uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> Next. Oh, I thought you had more to well, say. Was there a question? Did she, I miss something? She just said I wanted to thank you oh, for your videos. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You guys did, are doing all the... Um, well, you're right. The, the, the cough interrupted that intelligent answer. Okay. Last question and then we're going to get going. All right, um, Kathy, a little bit of color, foils, but nope, I have long layered hair. No one is cutting it but my hairdresser. I think I think a lot of people have the same strong feelings that you do. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll take some snaggled ends before I let anybody yeah. touch it. Yeah. I saw some woman at the park, right? Me and Ben are like in my car and I have really tinted windows, thank God. And we're like... We're, like, straight, like, watching this woman. It's on that really windy day, right? The wind's blowing everywhere. She's in a lawn chair, just, like, trimming her ends, like, <laughs> at the park. Oh, at the okay. park? Me and Ben are, like, she's doing her hair right now. Like, what if she misses? What if the wind blows? And she, like, cut? She has long well, hair. I got a bigger Who brings scissors to the park? I know. She's just, like, hanging out in a lawn chair, like, getting some sun, like, okay. trimming her ends. Do you think that was planned? I don't know. Do you think, or she was bored? Yeah, she probably wouldn't just get out of her house. But, but, do, do, do you meet, and she just happened to have scissors with her? Yeah, she had a whole, like, toiletry bag. So that was planned? Yeah. That was planned then. I'm going to go to the park and cut my hair. I guess so. But it was so windy. We're like, we sat there for probably five minutes. We're like, is she actually cutting her hair in this weather? And, like, we couldn't look away. And mean, then we walked past her just to make sure. We're like, we're like walking dogs, but we're like, I don't she's the, cutting her hair. I don't think the wind has anything to do with it. Who, yeah. go, who fucking goes anywhere there? Who goes to the park and cuts their hair? She's probably sick of being in her house. Yeah, but... COVID. But why don't you just... You could do that at home and then go to the park after. 
I don't know. Anyway. I'd give her some props for that. All right. Well, for the lady cutting her hair at the park, kudos to you. Kudos we appre- to you. We appreciate it because we're always looking for good content. And uh, we're madly in love with you. And don't forget for all my Patreon folks, tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Zoom Room, face-to-face, Q&A. Woo! Having, having a good time with all of you. It's a lot of fun. I'm loving it. And uh, it's the second one I'm doing this week. And a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff happening. Time to rotate dogs. And uh, then we'll rotate our dogs. And then uh, I'm sure you got plenty of stuff to keep you busy, yep. as usual. And um, take care, everybody. Madly in love with you. Good night. Bye.